on today's episode, we are going to talk about cryptocurrency. We're going to talk about NFTs and what it means for content creators. I'm Steve Freeman. This is the Steve Freeman Podcast brought to you by Found. You're listening to the Steve Freeman Podcast, the real raw truth about the pursuit of success in music, business, and life. Here's your host, hit songwriter, multi-platinum selling producer, and serial entrepreneur, Steve Freeman. difficult banking can be when you are self-employed. But my friends at Found have got you covered because Found is business banking for the self-employed. It's easy to sign up. There's no credit check, no minimum balance, no monthly fees. When you're self-employed, you need to separate your business banking, track your income and business expenses, and do complicated self-employed taxes. Found helps you take care of all of that so you can focus on the parts of your job that you love. Found is full-featured business banking, which means you get a business checking account, business debit card, direct deposit, and ATM access. It's also an all-in-one business income and expense tracker with automated uh, expense categorization, custom categorization rules, receipt capture, and note log. Import transactions from other sources and invoicing programs as well. Found also has uh, comprehensive and easy-to-use tax features, which are important for all of those of us that are self-employed, including a custom tax bill calculator, dedicated tax savings account, intelligent tax withholding, and auto-generated Schedule C and in-app tax payments. They couldn't possibly make it any easier. You can also rest assured that your business will be safe. With Found, they are FDIC insured and offer real-time transaction notifications that will keep you on top of any suspicious activity. It only takes a few minutes and you can open an account for free. Remember, easy to sign up, no credit check, no minimum balance, and no monthly fees. Found is business banking for the self-employed. Get started today at get.found.app slash Steve Freeman. That's get.found.app slash Steve Freeman. Welcome back, everybody, to a new episode. It is so good to have you here. While you're here, don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, but it doesn't matter. If you're listening on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, You can uh, subscribe to any of those places. That way, every time a new episode is uploaded, which will be on Tuesdays now, we'll touch on that in just a second, it automatically gets downloaded to your device and it will notify you, hey, Steve Freeman Podcast, new episode, listen now. It's really cool. But it's especially important that you do so on Apple Podcasts. Rate us five stars. Take 30 seconds out of your day, leave us a written review. If you are watching this version, on the new uh, Steve Freeman Podcast YouTube channel. Don't forget, subscribe to the channel, hit the thumbs up button, and leave us a comment. I would greatly appreciate it if you would do that. Also, if you are watching the video version, you've probably noticed we are still, we are back in Nashville for a couple of weeks until making the move full-time to California. I'm not happy about the the temporary setup. I'm ready to be in the, the regular studio, but nevertheless, here we are. If you want to connect with me one-on-one, the best way to do so is to text me. And what you have to do, it's very simple. All you have to do is text 949-577-8227. That's 949-577-8227. Join the community. You can text me anytime you want. Ask questions. I respond. Give my answers. But make sure you do that. That's the best way. DMs are not the best way because I don't check them very often anymore uh, because I don't like the junk that comes through. So I pretty much do everything through 
my texting platform now. So I would love to have you a member of the community. And don't forget to follow me everywhere on social media at the Steve Freeman. Today, we are going to talk uh, about cryptocurrency, about NFTs, how and what I think is going to happen with these things in the future, because I think what's happening right now is very exciting. I think what's going on with how things are moving more into a digital space is, honestly, it, it's, it's really cool. Um, I could come up with a better term, but I'm just going to say cool because that's what I think it is. I think it's really cool. Now, I feel like I've come late to this game, especially when it comes to the cryptocurrency thing. And I know, I know, a lot of you out there, Steve, man, that's awful. That's awful risky. It is awful risky, but but nothing in life with big rewards comes without great risk. And I wish that I had listened to some friends of mine years ago. I'm five, six, seven, eight years ago. I remember producing a record for an artist, and her husband was all into uh, Bitcoin. And he tried at the time to get me to he said, just buy one. It was like $350, $400 at the time. And I remember him saying, just buy one. And I, and I couldn't grasp the concept. I didn't understand. I, I was not willing to go in and do the research that I should have done at the time so that I was better prepared and I knew exactly. Because had I done that, then I would have at least bought one. And I would have been up, you know, I don't know, $60,000 right now. But I didn't do it. Wish that I had. I, like most people, this has become more real in my world over the last year, year and a half, listening to people talk about cryptocurrencies, about Ethereum, about Bitcoin, what the future is, what blockchain is. Now, I'm going to be real honest with you. I, I'm not the most knowledgeable in this, but what I want to do is talk with you guys from a creative perspective, but also from an opportunity expe expectation. Because I think that we are all out there struggling for the next thing. I was telling an artist the other day, if we sit around and we look for what's going to be popular tomorrow or next week or next month, it's a losing game. You've got to be in on things as close to the beginning as you can that are going to be what's what two years from now, three years from now. And that's very hard for most people to do because we are an instant gratification society. Even in this world, when it comes to stock market and things like that, they're day traders. They get in in the morning, they get out in the afternoon. It's about quick consumption. It's about instant gratification. And a lot of times when we're talking about creatives, creative people are, are all about, I want to write this song this morning. I want to produce it this afternoon. I want to have it out on Spotify tonight because I want to be able to put it out on social media. And I want that instant gratification of people telling me how great I am. That's why social media exists, period. If it wasn't that way, there would be no option for a like button. There would be no follow button. There would be none of that. But because we do look so often for that instant gratification and that on-demand, almost dopamine hit that we get, we often don't take risks. And right now in the society of the world that we live in, that not taking risks is not going to benefit very many people. You have to go out there on a limb, especially when it comes to this kind of stuff. I, I have started to get into Bitcoin. I've started to get into Ethereum. I'm looking now into NFTs, non-fungible tokens, 
because of the possibility of the return. And I do believe that what we're seeing is the beginning of a major shift in our financial situation. I mean, our, our, our entire, the dollar is not backed by gold anymore. It's, it's, we, we don't live in a gold standard. It's, it's literally the money that we have is just a piece of paper that we trade for other things and other goods. So for me, it's, it's not so much of a, of a stretch to look and see what people are doing with cryptocurrencies. And again, I, I hear the argument. I hear, oh, well, it's risky. Well, everything's risky. The stock market is risky. How many people do you know that you've heard horror stories when it comes to losing everything they, they own in the stock market? So I, I get the risk. But again, I think fort- uh, fortune is going to favor the bold in this situation. So if you're looking out there, and, and here's one of the way that, that, that I looked around at it. And I know this is off topic for a lot of things that we talk about, but this, this is how important that I think it is that I, I want you guys to, I want to start a fire that hopefully at least just gets you guys thinking about this and thinking about opportunities, thinking about risk and risk management, thinking about your money and how to make your money last and how to make it go further. And I honestly believe that cryptocurrencies and NFTs, especially when we get to NFTs, I want to talk about those in a minute for, for those of you that are content creators, songwriters, producers, artists. There are some amazing things going on with NFTs right now. But for those of you that, that do start looking into this, I think you're going to like what you find. Yes, you're going to find that, that, that this is not risk adverse. I mean, there is a tremendous amount of risk involved. But one of the things that, that I have tried to always adopt is looking at what other people that I look up to are doing. And those people are heavily involved in Bitcoin. They're heavily involved in Ethereum. Even the joke stuff like Dogecoin. I bought Dogecoin, uh, I don't know, maybe three months ago. It watched it go up and down, up and down. Nothing significant and ended up selling it. And then two weeks ago, it skyrocketed. Had I, had I kept the original amount of Dogecoin that I had, I would have easily made like $2,500, $2,700. And it, this, this whole thing, it's like the stock market. It's, it's gambling. The st- like, whether it's cryptocurrencies, whether it's regular stock market, it does, it's all gambling. So don't, don't let people keep you from, from looking into this because, oh, it's nothing more than gambling. Yes, anything you do with your money other than park it in the bank is gambling. And a lot of people would tell you that even today, just putting your money in a bank is gambling. But for me, that one of the things that I started to look around at and, and try to figure out for myself was, as I get older, one of the things that I cannot afford to have happen is for my money to just sit there. Your money has to be working for you in some way. It, it does you no good to have a checking account or even, even an, an interest-bearing account because from a bank, it's not going to be that much money. Most what zero point zero five percent over over a year, your your money's not doing anything but sitting there. And I I know some people, some very good friends of mine who who got into this thing early, and have tripled, quadrupled their money. Cryptocurrency has made more millionaires in the last year than than just about any other, maybe real estate, but that's about it. 
And yes, you need to do your research. But what I wanted to do for me was like, look, okay, I've got money sitting over here in this account. It does nothing. It just sits there. It doesn't earn any interest. There's no possibility whatsoever of that bank account being worth more tomorrow than it is today unless I go make a deposit. And I probably like more, most everybody listening to this podcast, I, I make far more withdrawals than I make deposits. So it's not an asset. It's, it's a holding company. It's a holding place. It's a place where our money sits and does nothing for us. So for me, when I wanted to get involved in this, I asked people that I respect. I asked people that I know that are in it and said, look, what can I do? Because it's all risky, but what can I do to give my money the opportunity to do something for me, to, to increase on a daily basis or on a minute by minute basis? basis. And that's what I started doing was not so much looking at investing in cryptocurrency, but looking and being very cautious as a novice investor to go, where can I take some of my money? Where can I put it that hopefully it will work for me? And, and, and I don't mind taking a little bit of risk. Like I said before, uh, there, there are no great rewards for those that don't take any risk. So do you have to be willing to lose some? Yes, you absolutely have to be. But that is everything. It's everything in life. It's everything we've ever talked about here on this podcast. If you're not willing to risk, you're not going to reap the reward. And yes, you can do EFTs, you can do stocks, you can do all those sort of things. But what I have found over the last six to eight months is that the one thing that seems to consistently go up are the cryptocurrencies. Now, look, I don't, I don't get involved in, in a lot of the, the really risky stuff. I, I, you know, there's, there's somebody's coming out with a new coin every day, a new, a new cryptocurrency. And I, I don't necessarily buy into all those, but you've got some of the major stuff. You've got Bitcoin, you've got Ethereum. Those are the two major things that I pay attention to. And if you pull up, if you've got Coinbase, which is a, a digital uh, cryptocurrency wallet, if you've got Coinbase, Robinhood does it, Voyager's another one. There's a bunch of them out there. If you pull any of those up and you look at Bitcoin and you look at like Ethereum, if you look at on a day-to-day basis, yes, you're going to see that graph go up and then way down and then up and then way down and then up and down a little bit, maybe up a little bit. But if you back off to a year, Again, this is something that requires a little bit of patience. This is not an immediate uh, instant gratification payoff thing. But if you look over a year, it has steadily gone up. Steadily gone up. Not even most of the stocks you want to talk about can look at that. They can be up one day and can take a complete dive the next week and be worth nothing. Now, those, those, that's still possible with cryptocurrency. It just hasn't happened. It continually goes up and it keeps hitting these ceilings where I remember when I first bought Ethereum, I think I bought in at $1,100 and then it went up to 14, then went up to 17 and now it may go back down to 14, but now it's up to over 23, 2400 and that's going to be its new ceiling. It'll go back and forth and it'll play a couple hundred dollars here and there. And then it'll break through that ceiling and go to 28, 29, 3000. So if, what I'm saying is if you're looking for something to do and, and you don't have time to get into stocks and bonds and all that stuff, I'm telling you, cryptocurrency is the way of the future. I don't understand the blockchain thing behind it 100%. I do like the fact that it is a finite amount of something. 
And that is what is going to continue to drive the demand. There's only so much Bitcoin. There's only so much Ethereum. So it's not like just anybody that wants, there is a cap on it. So I, I, if you're not looking into this stuff, I highly recommend that you do. I go on YouTube, look for podcasts. There are people out there that know a hell of a lot more about it than I do. I'm coming at this from a pure casual investor standpoint, probably the way that you are looking for a way to get the money that I have to make me money, to make my money work for me. So I highly recommend that you guys check this out. Look into Bitcoin, look into Ethereum, even look into Dogecoin. I, I got back into Dogecoin a few weeks ago and it's paid off because now it's hitting a higher ceiling and it'll break through that ceiling and, and it will go even more. I'm not saying, however, take your entire life savings and dump it into cryptocurrency. What I'm saying is that you need to educate yourself on this. You need to be in this space. You need, it is right now a way for your money to be working for you. And yes, there's ups and downs, but if you're playing the long game, the long game is where it's at. Also a part of this whole new thing are NFTs, non-fungible tokens. The art world in the content creation world is, is going 100% digital. And what's going on with these NFTs is crazy. I talked to a guy out in California a few weeks ago who was an artist out there and struggling and then sold almost a million dollars worth of NFTs over the last month. Now, again, much like cryptocurrency, there are people out there that know a lot more about this. And I, I, I'm using today's episode as a launching pad to get you go researching. I actually, I've got somebody that I'm going to have on the show very soon, an interview that's, a, that's an expert in this stuff knows everything about it, has been involved in it since day one, and can answer all the hard questions. So I wanted to do this episode as kind of a precursor to that episode, to get you starting asking questions, get you researching, get you doing some, some light reading and some watching and understanding this stuff so that when we have that, I want to open it up and let you guys send in your questions so that I can have this expert answer these questions for you. The exciting thing about NFTs to me is what it means for the entertainment industry, what it means for the music business. Recently, the Kings of Leon released their new album as an NFT. What that allows them to do is sell a certain amount of copies, how many ever copies they want, but they can also offer, almost like a crowdfunding thing, they can offer different perks with that NFT. So anybody that bought that NFT, which included their new album, which also had a bunch of extra tracks that people that bought on uh, Apple Music or Spotify, anybody, they didn't get any of these. Only people that, that bought the NFT got these exclusive tracks. They got exclusive artwork. Plus, anybody who got the NFT was guaranteed and got front row seats at every concert for life. In the first week of this Kings of Leon NFT being available, they made $2 million. Now think about that for a second and think how many records the band would have to sell to make $2 million and clear $2 million themselves. After cuts with the label, after cuts with everything else, it would take a lot of records for Kings of Leon to clear $2 million. But they threw this thing up as an NFT 
and they made $2 million. That $2 million came straight back to them. I think what we're seeing here and what NFTs are bringing to the forefront is a supply and demand. What I've been talking to you guys about forever is developing your own fan base, right? Developing your own community. Once you have that community, anything else underneath that is just a product. Music is just a product. Most of these artists out here and entertainers, actors, everybody else, they make far more money on products and endorsements than they do actually making the movies or selling the records or playing concerts. They make far more money doing endorsements and selling products. NFT is, is going to be a way for you as a content creator to be able to open that marketplace up to yourself. You can release music. You can design artwork. These cyberpunks and all that, I mean, they're going for thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars. There was, a, there was an artist that just did a collection of NFTs of his artwork. And the collection sold for $69 million, which, by the way, put him in the top five selling artists of all time for a single piece of artwork. And that puts him up there with with Rembrandt, Van Gogh, all the other ones that I don't know. I was just watching the, the thing about the robbery in Boston on Netflix. So I'm very, I'm very familiar with, with Rembrandt and Van Gogh. But think of all of these other top five. He is now one of the top five highest grossing artists of all time with having this one NFT go for $69 million. Now, inside that NFT were hundreds of pieces of artwork, unique pieces of artwork, but it was sold as one thing. Here's the other thing about NFTs that excite me. You can set up the ownership and payment structure to where when you sell this NFT, you can set a percentage that you will be paid for how many ever times in the future that that NFT sells. So let's say I have an NFT of my logo, which is coming, by the way. Several of them are coming. Let's say I have an NFT and I put this NFT up on the marketplace. A condition of that sale and of you purchasing that is that from now on, 10% of any future sale of that NFT comes back to me, the original creator, as like a royalty. So if I create it, so if I create it and I sell it to you for $100, okay, I just made 100 bucks. But let's say for whatever reason, in five years from now, it's worth 100000 And you go and you sell that NFT to somebody else for $100,000. $10,000 is coming directly back to me. It, it automatically happens. It's not waiting on you to pay me that. It automatically comes off the top and comes right back to me. So for those of you in the music business, think about this. Think about what this means. We've talked forever about record labels being dead and you not needing a record label. Imagine this. Imagine actually putting out a product, selling it, and being paid for every time it sells thereafter. That's the way things used to work. That will do away with the sharing of the music and the free this and the free that. If you want to buy it, you can buy it and you own it. If you want to sell it, that's fine. 
You can sell it. You can transfer it to somebody else. But a piece and a portion of that can be set up to where it automatically goes back to the creator every single time that it's bought and sold. And not just for music. Not just for, you can make movies and make them available as NFTs. You can make merch. You can design artwork. Anything and everything you can think of can live in the digital sphere, in the digital space. And you can sell these and create these as NFTs and sell them. And again, just like the thing with with Kings of Leon, there were a bunch of perks. What it kind of reminds me of is crowdfunding. What it, what it, it, Kickstarter and a lot of those, you know, where you would go and you, you bought in at different levels. Well, each one of those different levels had different prizes that it came with. You know, you get your name mentioned in the liner notes. You get whatever. You get the t-shirt. You get the this or that or whatever. That you can are allowed to bundle things together to really add value and offer your fan base something special to where it is a more unique experience. In the case of an album, you can put up and only make 10,000 copies available. So it's one of of 10,000, two of 10,000, three of 10,000, so on and so forth. The key here is going to be you developing your fan base, developing your community. And And I don't care what it is that you're doing. You don't have to be in the music business. You don't have to be an artist. What you need to be doing is figuring out how this future technology that is existing today can be applied to whatever it is that you're doing. Whether it's real estate, it doesn't matter. Anything and everything you're involved with. What do you, whatever it is that you do for a living or something maybe that you want to do as a passion that you've thought about turning into a business, but don't know. Maybe you're an expert at Photoshop and Illustrator and you can create these amazing pieces of artwork, but you're like, I don't know, I don't know how to sell them. I don't know what to do. NFTs are basically like tearing down the entire distribution and major label model in the music business. You don't need anyone to distribute your pieces of art anymore. You don't need anyone to distribute. You don't need Apple Music. You don't need Spotify. What you do need, and the key ingredient in all of this, is is an engaged fan base that you own. Not that you rent via another platform, but an audience that you actually own that is, in, that is engaged with you, that is passionate about you, that wants to support you. And we've talked many times in the past that those numbers do not have to be huge. They don't have to be large. If you have a thousand engaged fans that give a shit about what you're doing, NFTs can help you monetize your career. They can help you monetize your passion. What I'm hoping that you guys will do, because like I said, I I am educating myself more and more and more and more on this every single day because I think it's that important. And I hope that what you guys will do after listening to this episode today is go do more research. Go look up NFTs. Go look up Bitcoin. Go look up Ethereum. Find out what it is. The technology that will run our everyday life will be on the blockchain. And it is becoming more and more and more prevalent every day now. Tesla, you want to buy a Tesla? You can use Bitcoin to buy a Tesla online. Um, I just talked to somebody not long ago that purchased a house with Bitcoin. This is where things are going to go. 
And I, I wanted to talk a little bit about it. Like I said, I'm going to have on an expert here in a couple of weeks and they will tell us even more. But I want to get you guys thinking about this now. If you've, if you've fluffed it off and blown it out of your mind and think it's a bunch of shit and you need to stop that line of thinking right now. Because it's line of thinking like that that leads us having conversations all the time of, man, I had an opportunity to buy Amazon stock when it was $17 a share and I didn't do it. Or I missed the Apple train. I missed the Google train. I missed the Facebook train. I missed the Uber train. Don't let NFTs, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and cryptocurrency be the next train that you miss. As I've said, I don't know everything about this. I'm learning every day. And the only reason I wanted to even bring this up today to talk about it in this episode and dedicate an entire episode to it is because I hope it does nothing more than get you starting to ask questions, get you doing some research. I don't want to see anybody miss this train. I think it's that important. I don't have anything to sell you. I don't have any NFTs out. We're working on them, though. We're working on some really cool NFTs uh, that, that with the animated logo and, and some other things we've got coming. Because I want to take part in this. I want to take part in this. I want you to take part in this. There is room in the digital ecosphere and atmosphere for everyone to have something represented and for everyone to be successful. So go do your research. Look it up. Find, read, watch, listen, whatever you got to do to learn about this. And start creating a strategy for yourself. If it's right now taking $150 and buying $150 worth of Ethereum, do that. If it's buying $100 worth of a Bitcoin, then go do that. Start committing a little bit. If you, if you say, look, I, I, I got to get into this. I, I don't want to miss this train. Out of every $100 I make, I'm going to take $25 and I'm going to put over here into Bitcoin or Ethereum or something. Start getting you, yourself in a position where your money is working for you and not against you. And again, it's, I, I can't put it any better than that. I, don't let this be the next train that you miss because you thought it was a bunch of shit. You thought it was a hoax. You thought it was this. You thought it was that. Remove all of that and just use your brain. Don't let other people's opinion or what this stock person says or this stock person says or what Warren Buffett says or what... The, look, what happens is, if you'll notice, even Mark Cuban, bad mouth cryptocurrency forever. And now he's one of the biggest people in it. Elon Musk has been in it from day one. Warren Buffett is bad-mouthing it right now, but I guarantee you on some level that man has an interest or has invested because he knows what it's like to win and he wants to win and he's not going to be left out. So don't listen to what any of those other people say. Don't even listen to what I say. Go do the research for yourself. It's kind of like I tell people about religion. Don't believe what your pastor says. If, if the Bible is really God's word, then he's speaking to you. You don't need the pastor. Open up the Bible and read it. Same thing. Same thing as everything. Educate yourself. Look at all differing points of views and then make a decision for yourself. But I think in, in all honesty with this, action is key. Take some sort of action. Don't be left out in the cold with this. Like I said, guys, I, I just, I, I think this is huge. I think it's important. I think go research NFTs and see, find a way and a strategy that they can apply to you. I think you're going to be very, very, very happy that you did. Um, and maybe you're a little ways off from it, but that's okay too. 
get yourself educated and and find out what the new rules are and what's going on with cryptocurrency, what's going on with Bitcoin, what's going on with Ethereum. You're not going to be sorry that you've put in the work, you've put in the time, you've put in the research. Go check it out and do something about it. And like I said, in a couple of weeks, we're going to have an expert on and he will walk us through all of these things that, that I don't even understand. I'm still learning myself, but I'm loving the process. And the more I learn, the more things are really just opening up in my mind and seeing how our financial system and our financial institutions really work right now and how they are not in any way in place to benefit you or me whatsoever. Cryptocurrency is a little bit different. And I'm excited about the future and, and what's going to come from it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Go, like I said, do your research, find out stuff for your own and make your own determinations. Thanks for being here again, guys. I will see you. Uh, quick programming update. Those of you that noticed, it, it's, we're, we're now uploading new episodes on Tuesday. When, when, now that we're in this limbo between me being in Nashville for a few weeks before moving to LA or California full time, um, the schedule's crazy. And I've been thinking about moving new episodes to Tuesdays for a while because Monday's a difficult day for me. Uh, with everything, with, with the production company and with everything else that's going on, Mondays are just difficult. So it's a lot easier for me to make sure that we have new episodes every Tuesday. When we get back out to California, we will be back up to two episodes a week. For now, for the next month until June, all new episodes will be uploaded on Tuesdays and Tuesdays from now on, but we will also add Fridays back in in June. Uh, when we get there. Anyway, guys, thank you for being here so much. I appreciate every single one of you. Don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, do that, please. Take 30 seconds and leave us a written review. If you're watching the video version on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. Hit that thumbs up button. If you didn't like the video, hit the thumbs up button. Just make sure you hit it twice and uh, leave us a comment if you don't mind. And don't forget, follow me everywhere on social media at the Steve Freeman and text me if you've got any questions. 949-577-8227. That's 949-577-8227. Guys, until the next time, dream big, work harder.